Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Cruising the Planet, at home edition, part three? I think it's four. Four. Nice. Uh, this week, we are joined solely by AJ, who's Hello. at his, he's at his home office, uh, interviewing home via, studio. yeah, home recording studio via mobile device, which is perfectly acceptable, because the whole point is that we need to see everybody. Uh, and hear them at the same time even if it's not perfect no nothing is perfect right now but then again this is the this is all well we have and so we're going to continue making a show based off of the resources that are available to us and it's kind of cool because i can kind of show off our living room me and my roommate's living room but we can do that after you begin announcements oh that's all right uh the main announcements is that we are uh, let me see. My notes aren't loading. It's fine. <laughs> Do not be alarmed. The main announcement okay. is that all of our shows are going to begin spinning back up. And so we are going to have new episodes of not only this show, as you already know, we are going to have episodes of Making Space and I just lost it. Planetary Overload. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> My show. Yes, AJ's show. As many of y'all know. We've got, we'll have Making Space, we'll have Planetary Overload. Coglia Morrow, I believe, is still continuing. They're working on a bit of a home studio solution for them for a little more quality situation there. Uh, and then off of that, we have T for Texas, which was all a little uh, fourth wall break here, peek behind the curtain. It was all pre-recorded, which means that those are continuing as is. There's a little Texas history bits that we release every Thursday. Um, they they were recorded uh we have like four years of audio for that i think which is we're on folder d now so our year d on the folder so i think this is the like it's been four years since they got recorded yeah it's about to rotate back yeah which means so, we're up on the fourth year of uh those were recorded so long ago and the history is even older but let's move into this week. So, AJ, you were not on last week's episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which works great because this week I want to talk about catching up and not only catching up on us all here, but all the viewers at home. I want to throw, throw the question out to everyone early on so they can get us a response in one way or another through those social media links, wherever you can get us. I want to know what have you been doing for the last month in your free time? Because we still have work in one sense or another, but there's this, this sort of secondary part past school, obviously, of we have free time now. Some of us have ample amounts of free time, but what is being done with it? You can go ahead and start if you want, or I can start. It's up to you. I am just about ready to show off what I want to show off today. Because oh, yeah. uh, there's there's other things that you can be doing in your free time. Mm -hmm. And if you're handy with a saw and a screwdriver, you can do something like this. Is it the table? So, it's the table. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I got okay. some games set up. And so... So basically what this is, is this is a, what is known as a board game table. 
It is very similar to what you'd find at a poker table mi mixed with a pool table. So it's got like a lip that would be to keep stuff from falling off. But it's also got card like felt, stuff you'd find on a poker table. That is so nice. This is uh, my roommate made this. He's a very he's a very talented carpenter. And I got some of our games that we own, Share for Nottingham Classic, Munchkin Deluxe, one of the best, Axis and Allies and Zombies, uh, Boss Monster, which is something I got for Christmas. That was on the Magic Christmas episode. Yes. Uh, Magic Gathering cards. We own too many. I think there's a couple of long boxes around here. Everyone who plays the <laughs> game owns too many. I can attest to that. <laughs> uh, another zombie-themed game, Zombie Dice, which is a lot of fun. And then my D&D Player's Handbook back there. Gnarly. So. This is really easy so it's to make, finished, though. Uh, I mean, touch-up, like, finish-wise, is it usable? Yes. Um, I think my favorite part is, so D&D, &D, you want to be able to have full use of your arms the table. So this right here actually attaches. Oh, Lord. And then, and then what you would do is you would take your DM screen, which if you're familiar it's just something that blocks your... Yeah, it's, a, it's a walled binder. Uh, I'm going to describe the table for the podcast listeners here. Uh, what AJ is showing, has been showing us off is a sort of, I'm going to say four by eight large table covered in felt and with removable sidewalls. The, the middle of it is dips down lower to sort of hold your board games things. And then the shelving or the sort of... Um, the ledge yeah. room, that border, can be lifted off and removed for extra space and extra usability. It is, yep. it's, it has power cables attached in, yep. off the top of it. Which, it um, if you're, you're kind of new to doing stuff like this, it, uh, that can be kind of difficult to get right, but um, it's very fun. But continue, continue. Yeah. Um, as you heard, he uh, AJ is an avid board game and card game player. He's got, uh, showing off his collection, Munchkin, Axis and Allies, um, a, his boss, what was the, the one you got at Christmas? Boss Monster, Dungeon Building yeah. Board Game. Boss Monster. Boss Monster, the next level. Which you can see AJ unbox in the episode after the Christmas party. We've uh, some of his uh, Magic the Gathering and D&D stuff, which uh, we know AJ plays. If you're following the sort of radio station canon that we've been building here, you can listen to his <laughs> podcast, Planetary Overload, where he talks about trading card games or role-playing games. You've made them separate, tabletop role-playing games? No, um, just tabletop role-playing games. We didn't make them separate. We... Okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It is. We weren't talking about board games we're talking about tabletop rpgs which is an rpg that's like it's on the tabletop right the difference being for those who don't know you can have rpgs that are like in person so if you think of those like civil war reenactments those would be one of those <clears throat> so or the, the the very memed on larpers live action role players right right so four people uh <laughs> but um as i was saying uh that's a good like if you if you like building with wood uh mm -hmm. ethan i want you to guess how much money we paid to build this thing 120 dollars zero dollars no come on we we use scrap wood from our local um hayden works at an opera house 
So he builds sets, and we oh. just use the scrap from those sets. Nice. So, um, I mean, really, all you're doing is you're building a table and adding walls to it. <laughs> so, right. Well, it's and, a very nice table. Uh, it needs a little bit of work, but we want to, but that costs money right now, so. You already said that it's, it's not finished. So far, it's very nice. The bones yes. are going to produce a beautiful body. <laughs> uh, so that's what we, you've been working on in your free time, or that's just what, like, the house has been working on? Well, uh, that was built before all of this happened. Um, we have been just using it, is what I'm saying. Oh. Well, in that case, relay us with your quote-unquote extended weekends for this last <laughs> month. Oh, man. Uh, it's actually been pretty tough because most of my time has either been spent doing schoolwork or working or in bed because I've been getting migraines almost daily. Mm -hmm. So, uh, But when I'm able to, I bought a new game called Squad, which is a Squad. PC game that is a realistic shooter it mm -hmm. is a son of like a mi military simulator and um it is it is essentially based off of trying to be as communicative with your team and squad as much as you can and you're given helicopters tanks mm -hmm. a right away wide array of classes to choose from that all fulfill a specific goal mm -hmm. so like uh, if the rifleman is the base class, the reason you'd use them is because they can build. They're used for building and suppression, and uh, basically your your grunt of right. the the squad. And then you can go up all the way to like heavy AT, which is designed to destroy tanks. So okay, uh, so the the main focus of the game is to be playing one of these many multi class characters, or sort of like a total war situation. Like you'd recommended to us a you, couple of weeks you ago. Take, you take, no, you take, it, it's like a Call of Duty. I mean, a lot of people okay. know about Call of Duty. Got it's, it. You take, you are one first of these person. classes. Yeah, first person. And uh, I'd say like a much more modern clash between Battlefield and Arma. So not as complicated as Arma, but not as basic as Battlefield. Okay, I see. So it's not like Arma is full simulation. You're oh. operating everything like to a script battlefield is you've dropped everyone in just say go you have sort of a mix between them of like a more yeah. structured simulation that still has the ability to be a played game for sure it, it, okay. it makes it much more approachable to a person who's maybe not as skilled in military simulation mm -hmm. but doesn't scare them away like with armor which has like 152 different keys that you can press and they all do different things right they all kill something different at different range oh or just like this brings up your targeting camera but this one targets when the targeting camera is on but doesn't do that when the targeting camera is off like right this one you have to bind yourself yeah got it <laughs> this this one switches between the 50 different uh radio channels you can be on it's it's mm -hmm. its whole mess and i found that it's it's very active right now which isn't surprising most games are active right now yeah even a lot of online games more. yeah but um the community isn't toxic there is no like sense of elitism at all nice so none of those gay uh, people that jake's so fond of 
oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but it has been, it has been a, it's been pretty fun. But like I said, my, my ability to play games right now has been limited by my ability to look at the screen for not very long periods of time. Oh yeah. I mean, that's sort of a, sort of an interesting side effect that I guess we didn't really think about was schoolwork is now all online. And now work is online as much as possible. So we're spending a lot of time, a lot more time in front of screens than we had ever done before. And these like miniature side effects that we just sort of took for granted are the main problems. Yep. Uh, And it used to be, you know, we, we are on the computer a lot at work, Mm -hmm. but we weren't always on the computer. We were talking to each other. We were trying to plan things out. Sometimes we were on air. it wasn't a hundred percent on the computer mm-hmm. and then school you're not on the computer at all What's at least for me yeah so because you're a music right a music yeah major? yeah so a lot of lecture type stuff uh mm-hmm. nothing on the computer everything's at an instrument or just having a professor lecture to you and uh sorry i got the windows open it's a very nice day out today uh mm. it's like it is 60 degrees it is cool off finally Right, I yeah. a bit too cold for my taste over the last couple of days, but today's perfect. So, mm-hmm. which means tomorrow we'll got be some too flies hot. coming in. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that statement. Oh my gosh, but man, uh, I've been making some new, uh, some new. Just trying to think. Sorry. You're fine. Uh, I, I made a new commander deck. I know uh, not everyone will understand this, but based around Tristani. Perfectly which is just, fine. Uh, which That's is the, uh, which color is it? Selesnia, so green and white. Okay. Ah, the life gain strategy. Yep, life gain and populate. I and see. if you guys don't know what that means, oh. I suggest you look at our uh, our card TCG card game um, episode for Planetary Overload. And learn about have, some card games. I have played against the Tristani Populate list multiple times. Um, it just oh, makes so, so many big things. Uh, I, 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 put, I was playing it yesterday against my roommate. And um, I did a Soul Foundry, which is you, you play it down, exile a creature from your hand, and then you can create tokens of that creature right. on a Wayfarer's Temple which gains life and toughness based off how many creatures on the battlefield. You and didn't. Because it was a token. And I had the enchantment that populated every turn. So I just, I went from a 1-1 one, one, one turn to an 8-8 eight, eight, the next turn. 8-8-8 eight, 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 the next turn. <laughs> it was that's, disgusting. That's disgusting. That's quite honestly awful. Uh, if anyone's worried, <laughs> anyone's curious why 8-8 eight, eight is such a dangerous number, is because you only have 40 life in the game. So hitting somebody with four ten tens is all you need to win. Yeah. And he had eight eight eights, which is sixty-four damage. Yep. It was awesome. Seeing that seeing that deck perform like that. Because okay. everything's lethal if if left alone. Yep. Yep. And what a dangerous build. It, it, it always sucks because my roommate only plays a a blue insert other colors here. So it's Every single one of his decks are uh, littered with counter spells, uh-huh. but he didn't notice the power that that would come out of that. Ooh. 
That's upsetting. But so, like I said, what, what uh, video geez, games? Uh, video games and uh, Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting into more board games too. But board games can be expensive. I mean, oh, really. Yeah. If you let them build up, they certainly can. Yeah. But uh, question for you: uh, Would you say that you're having a relaxing time at home? No. <laughs> no. Do you want to get at into all. that? Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, as many people, as many of the viewers may know, I'm a piano player. Um, that's where my other income came from, and uh, I lost all those because you can't have gatherings and restaurants are all closed right now. At least the, um, dining. the dining rooms are. Yeah, which is where I used to play piano. So that happened, uh, and obviously I'm a senior, so I'm graduating in a couple weeks, which means I have all this senior level class. My senior project happened. Uh, I passed that. That's going to be good. up and available to watch. Uh, it's a 40-minute video, fully edited, fully produced. Um, it's it's is this- a, kind of like a... Is this the album my, you had been working on? Yes. So this is the research and kind of the explanation of the album and its release. Nice. And some music marketing techniques I used and everything. Where could people find that? Uh, so you can find... So there is a question of uh, copyright. So I made a mistake because I'm not a video guy person. I made a yeah. mistake that I thought I was doing this for a senior project and I wasn't going to be making money off of this that I could just use any pictures I found off of Google uh, images. Mm, um, AJ. I mean, I don't make videos like this all the time, man. So I, I used all those and that was fine. But the, the music department was kind of iffy about just posting the entire to- entire thing with that in there. <laughs> so uh, the, the part that will be publicly available will be the part where I describe the music and why I made what I did, basically. And that is? is... uh, That will be released next week or the week after on Monday. So, And that will be on the Tarleton Copa Facebook page, hopefully. All right, nice. Details to come later. Well? Uh, Eventually, the full video will be on my own YouTube page, so... And as soon as it does, we'll be certain to link it so that everyone can enjoy what you made. I was given a like tiny preview, um, the song, the song that had the multiple voices effects going on. Right. That right. was what you had shown me, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's immaculate. This man knows what he's doing, and he's doing it well. And it's it's all available on Spotify. So all you have to do is search AJ plays piano. So find it yeah. there. AJ plays piano. That's the whole thing. It, so you made it an electric uh, release. Uh, yeah, it's on Spotify. If you any sort of streaming music, any sort of streaming service, anywhere where you can buy music, it's probably there. So gnarly. Does it have a AJ plays piano to go by? If they uh, want to the part- album itself. Yes. Uh, the album itself is called Dissociative. Dissociative. So yeah. So if you if you know how to spell dissociate, dissociate. Just additive the end of that. Right. So uh, if they want to look, it's on Amazon Music. It's on iTunes if they want to buy it. And you can also search it up on the CD Baby store and actually get a physical mail to you if, you, if you'd like. 
but you only have so many of those, right? No, no, no. Uh, the CD Baby one, they they print them to demand. Okay. I I I sell my own at um at gigs. Got it. When they Which don't exist right now. So, yeah. Interesting. So. Yeah, man. All all this stuff has just been piling on, and just COVID nineteen on top of that, just like right, blew it over the top. <laughs> Nothing is easy right now, but I'll 100%. make it. Got well, a new uh, weekend job. Oh, do tell. Uh, there is a power plant uh, at the edge of Granbury and Glen Rose that parents uh, knew somebody that knew somebody. You know that sort of deal, right? And Basically, from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, of a friend. Uh, basically, from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., I'm going to be in a guardhouse checking people in. But it's like $17 an hour. So. For four hours. That's good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I couldn't say no to that. It's more than um, I've ever made. And considering the job market right now and how no one's really hiring, Definitely. if that can turn into a full-time job later, uh, I'll take it for now. Certainly. Yeah, especially whenever they're able to open hours back up and then they'll need you to be there full time. And it sounds like you work. Yeah. Or, it sounds like you'd be in from six to 10, probably take a four hour break and then be back to check everyone out from, um, what would that be? 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. on the other side. So, something like that. I'm unsure of the details. Uh, I start this weekend. So uh, it'll be interesting. Well, but having another source of income right now is pretty well how have you been man what have you been up to other than uh being alone in the radio station i am going crazy at the radio station i've i am this close so the way that it's working at the station right now is i work all of monday jake works all of tuesday jake works monday morning i work wednesday mor- uh evening and then I work okay. all of Thursday, Jake works all of Friday. So we have no chance of seeing each other. Because there'll be like, uh, on Wednesday, there's at least a two-hour gap where we'll switch out, right? Right, right. So what will end up happening is, I like, I haven't seen Jake in weeks, okay? But I see Lance mostly every day. He's going to start pulling back even more to go to some online work for safety, for like work safety reasons. So it's going to be... There's going to be a few days where I get completely by myself. Um, I don't know if I'm going to, at that point, start leaving sticky notes for people, like, and let them build up, or if I want to go to audio logs, but we're getting real close. And like, I'm not actually going to go crazy on air because that would cause so much, so many problems for so many other people. But I do want when you guys to come like unseal the door and kick, kick everything back into gear, you find just a million notes or voice memos and emails from me, (laughs) like about little things, stuff like that. Just like he always keeping everyone up to date about the crazies or third. (laughs) To be fair, you were going crazy before, but this is just exacerbated it. This is like a crazy that everyone is able to see. The first level of crazy was everyone saw like within the station. So you gave me a camera and like a little outlet, which was our YouTube. Um, that, that, that can't happen anymore because I need people to film and no one's here. And no one wants to just see me all the time. I need guests for my shows to work. I s- Nothing so, works this way. Right. You know, 
we could do we could we could get people to film off their phones at home and kind of do found footage type stuff i've been thinking about some sort actually lance talked to me the other day and we are looking at two video ideas for me to start producing uh one of which is like an actually helpful and beneficial like fun wash your hands thing stay wait six feet away from people stuff like that like a good little psa in video right. format uh the last one is just a full comedic video where alien secretly like makes his way to every one of our houses to like check in on us <laughs> I don't want to give too much away on that one because it might require a lot more production than we think. Um, but I have gotten the okay on both of those. So that might be my secondary thing here other than doing the news constantly. Because I now do morning shows and evening shows, five shows a week. Getting a lot mm. of hosting done. And then, yeah, no, that's – I didn't I, – I never really enjoyed being on air that much. I mean, I like doing my rock show, but – NPR shows, I've, I always felt like I would stumble in those, and that's a very professional format. Yeah. Um, I have made a few stumbles. Um, I've made just enough so that Lance told me, hey, when you do stumble, don't laugh at it. Just redo what you're saying. And I was like, uh-oh. It's obvious. <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll be talking it, something about a script. You'll be like, and that'll uh, later in the evening, we'll be talking about the <laughs> – one sec. Later in the evening, we'll be talking about where to pick up food. Yeah, like don't do the laugh. Just just re say what you're doing, and then turn off the mic, Ethan. Yeah, the I've been told that the best thing you can do is not to acknowledge the mistake. It's to just fix it and then move on. Yeah, because as soon as you acknowledge the mistake, the people who weren't like too tuned in, right, won't notice. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like if someone's someone driving home really from a long day at work. No, that's not what I meant. I mean, like, if someone's like, no, you know, know the feeling, you're driving home from a long day of work, you're listening to the radio. No, you're I understand. Too tuned. You're 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 just kind of intaking information, much yeah. like when you binge watch Netflix. You're not actually learning anything about the plot or dissecting anything. You're just mm -hmm. enjoying your time, which is what we are, entertainment. So right. Yeah, we are an infotainment at some some degree. A lot. We've actually yeah, changed I, a lot of the format while COVID nineteen has been going on, and behind the scenes, behind the scenes again, pull back that curtain. I just like pointing it out. Uh, we have a whole uh, document that everyone has been assigned at local town. This is for the viewers now. Uh, everyone, we have a document, and yep. everyone in town has been assigned a couple of a couple of other towns and areas within Erath County, which is where you know Stephenville and stuff is stationed. You know, you're. You're all students here. Oh, and the Cross Timbers. Like, and the Cross Timbers region um, to yep. just inform people about places for food pickup, food delivery, or if someone needs help with groceries, what are the hours that you can go and get purchase items at certain stores. And on our Twitter, actually, we've started up a new hashtag called Dine Out Stephenville. This has been taken up by um, station events coordinator Erin Farmer. She's been doing, she's the one person that hasn't been on anything because every time I ask her, she says she doesn't want to. But I'm calling you out now, Erin. Uh, she has been <laughs> very graciously contacting every restaurant in Stephenville and asking their hours of operation along with their, what's it called? Their dine out options for menus and stuff like that. And then there's that special going on with DoorDash, which is every Saturday you get uh, for the next two weeks, I think, because they set it up to be for a month. Um, DoorDash yep. is now uh, free delivery for the next 
two Saturdays at minimum. It is very nice. Very useful. It's it is very nice. All um, information over I've here. Definitely used that. Uh, Aaron is definitely a bit camera shy and mic shy. Yeah. Getting her to record PSAs and liners is hard too. So, <laughs> but that's just she's, she does. She does wonderful work. She does wonderful work when she's there. That's the there. problem. She's so good at it. <laughs> she's so good at like doing voiceovers or being on camera, and then she, but she just doesn't want to, and it blows me away because I'm really bad at it. But I want to be on camera. Obviously, I want to be on camera. I have a show that involves camera, <laughs> but that's just that's just that yeah. the talent. I, that- I do have to say, like uh, switching to online only my part of the job has been extremely frustrating sometimes mm. because much like yours you're required to have someone like i can't record everything myself that would be boring right. for listeners just to hear my voice all the time it it just so happens in uh like a behind the scenes thing every audio director at the station this happens that every audio director at the station we just over voice things mm-hmm. so the 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 point is to be like you have to be careful of what you voice and what you what you don't because if you do too much, then you're on the air too much, basically, and people are gonna get sick of your voice. But unless you just have that um, voice, they've just heard you too many times in the last right. hour and a half. Yeah. So, like, trying to get people, well, they're just, you know they're still doing. You're still in school. Like, you're still in school. Cole's still in school. Right. Aaron's still in school. Still working. Um, you're still working to try and kind of like it used to be. We just were all in the lobby, and I would just come out and be like, "Who wants the voice of PSA?" And then people would raise their hands, and I grab point at someone and steal them away for fifteen minutes. Yeah, and it's a simpler time. And now I got to message them, and then I had to wait, and I had to wait for them to message me back or get me the recording. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that can just be like, ah. And I'm not, I'm yeah. not calling anybody out. Everyone's been wonderful. Everyone's been doing great. It's just the frustration of the process that has been put upon us all has been yeah. frustrating. Right. And I'm certain students can follow through some sort of catharsis here of like, I have a question based on this assignment. So I send them an email and now I just sit and wait because at any point that email could come back. So I'm, yeah. it's not, I'm not doing anything, but I'm also not, like done with my assignments on any of that or even if you're at work and you your work is based on meetings or coordination of that level it's like there is no more set hours to be working on something so now all of your hours are expected to be working on something and we've sort of we've lost this level of like the nine to five yeah i i mean i kind i i I'm glad I'm not getting sick. Like, right. honestly, this, this thing, you know, some people, they keep on compute, you know, saying it's, it's just the flu. It, it is nasty. Like it, it is, it is not a fun time from what I've heard. Even, even if it is just the flu, the flu is still nasty, like not fun. The flu. <laughs> it's a flu like, that can be worse than the flu. Well, here, this is my biggest take on it that everyone has been saying of like, oh, it's just the flu. And it's like, yeah, it is a flu. That's bad. Like the flu is still bad. The flu still has yeah. a large mortality rate. The flu still causes like whole classrooms to be shut down on the regular. We're just used to dealing with the flu. This one is a flu that no one's seen before. And 
saying it's a it's flu a, it's a is, flu on steroids saying it's the flu is technically incorrect as well using some base math i don't want to get too far yeah. into this one because it just becomes depressing but yeah. The flu infects about one other person, and you know that you're sick about two days in to having it. COVID-19 right. infects, on average, two other people, and you don't know you have it until max 14 days. That's a whole different ballgame yeah. altogether. It's not the flu. It is an influenza version because it has those symptoms. It's a totally different thing. Right. And Do not underestimate it. And that's why we shut everything and down. And the, uh, the reason I'm saying this, yeah, the reason I'm saying this is because I've seen a lot of people out and about not wearing masks, not taking CDC guidelines. Right. Um, even though you are young, even though you might, you're probably a college student listening to this because you know we're our biggest audience is going to be college students. Um, yeah. You, I've seen some like you know most people look at the death rate. I wouldn't look at the death rate. I look at the hospitalization rate because like uh, even if even if you're 18, 20 your hospitalization rate is still going to be around like 30% of the time. Because mm -hmm. what happens is you just get a head cold or the flu first, and then three days later you feel fine. And then a day later it comes back full force and you can't breathe and it's just, it's nasty. So it is please nasty. listen, L listen to CDC. Please stay indoors. Don't go out as much. Don't, and it don't overdo it, right? Don't you know, lock yourself into your house and, begin panic but also yeah don't be out and about with all of your friends the the idea is the biggest idea here is everyone who stay homes stays home for two to three weeks then when it because everyone followed the rules and nobody went anywhere we now know all of the cases it's not going to spread any farther so those people can go to hospital be protected and it's done and we're done with it and it's all over. Yeah. Every time you break out, more people break out and like go see their friends, go check on other people, stuff like that, socialize. The, every single chance is another instance of causing problems and extending the overall quarantine. It's kind of the like the bad egg situation of like one, one yeah. bad egg ruins a carton. The problem is that we're all now in the same carton. And so... No, I would equate it to we're all in different cartons, but we're bad eggs that can move. Right, yeah, it's it's the shuffling cartons. eggs. They're dancing around. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere. Oh, goodness. No, that's but it, though. It's safe. Yeah, that's all, that's all the negative we're talking on this show. Just had to get that out of my system. All right. You probably heard I, it. All right. I understand. And it, it feels doubly, doubly, you feel like you need to talk about it double so just because of the the lack of interaction that oh we're having. Oh my gosh, right? Yeah, people yeah. are turning on roommates. Yeah. Raids are going it's, all over the place. No, it's, it's been rather quiet, actually, over on this end. Yeah. It it has been, like, speaking of the town, I don't you probably noticed this being on campus and everything. Mm -hmm. Eerily, it is, like, scary, like, we all watch apocalypse movies or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then you see like the empty streets and empty stores and yeah, it just seeing that is just eerie. And I'm sure on campus, it's also eerie. I love it personally. Um, I know, but you're the horror addict. <laughs> but then I realized like, ah, that means that no one else is having fun. Dang it. Of like, <laughs> like, 
Uh, cool. So a couple of cool things happened. I got a parking ticket a while ago, like right the week after the second week of spring break. You remember that right. one? So I got a yeah. parking ticket because I went to Blue Lot, and I was like, I'm, I'm at work. Like, there's no one else here. The next day, they said we rescind your ticket. Don't worry, this one's on us. And the day right after that, they were like, park anywhere you want. There's no more limit. We give up. <laughs> So it's really nice because I can park right outside the station now. I don't have to be oh, all the way in the back purple lots. So finally, yeah. we got what we wanted. They fixed parking um, at the cost of everything. <laughs> so that's nice. Um, secondary thing, however, is when I get off of Montana's, because uh, we don't, I, I work at a restaurant for anyone who's new to the show. Um, and we we close our kitchen down at around 10 or like 9 p.m. And then we start cleaning the whole thing and we're out of there about around 10 o'clock. Um, I'm, I'm used to like going and getting a snack right before I finish up for the day because I've been working. Like, yes, I've been working in the kitchen, but you're not able to like just start eating the food in there. That's that's not, that's not how yeah, working in a kitchen as works. As someone who has also worked in a kitchen, the, uh, that will get you in trouble. <laughs> Don't get do you that. Trouble real, you're getting real hot water real fast. But we, um, so I'm like hungry after work, like a normal adult. Okay. Like I've, I've just got done working a standard six hour shift. So I want some food because I've been standing cooking and I've been around food the whole time, man. And I can't go to like a gas station anymore to get something. Everything's closed down at 6 PM. Everything's under lock and key. Like the best I can do is like find a gas station that's got like candy bars. And I'm not trying to do that, dude. I'm trying to walk out of this into my summer body not out of my summer body. <laughs> I mean, have you seen this physique? <laughs> Dude, this has been terrible on my health being in here. Like, I've started doing uh, like workouts that don't require a gym. And those have been helping because it causes me to like a routine of I get sore one day and then I'm not sore the next. So that's nice. That That's another thing you can do. I, I've been trying to do body workouts like mm -hmm. uh for anybody who doesn't know i'm gonna look it up Keep yeah going. uh my dad was in the nfl and um he had a teammate i think it was on the vikings who never set foot into the gym he did an obscene amount of body workouts so like push-ups pull-ups squats and stuff so never and found in the name I'm looking for it. There's a special name. starts with like a C. Calisthenics. If you can figure yeah. out how to, I realize now that that doesn't help anybody. Uh, if you can figure out how to <laughs> spell the word calisthenics off of an audio and or video podcast, good job. Uh, <laughs> I personally have been in, in like, I've known about the sort of calisthenics thing for a long time. My dad used to be a gymnast. He uh, was really close to going state back in Montana University before he got scarlet fever which is pretty intense i find come to find out that was back when he was like in high oh my school. gosh so it, it's nothing new but it was just like uh we've been like my family has been on the pretty my, my mother did kickboxing for a long time so my family's pretty active i was a, a catcher in baseball and that's a lot of squats and stuff uh but mm -hmm. all of my, our workouts were gym based you know a gymnast is has gym in the name so it kind of like gave you yeah. an idea of what to do. And so I've been, but I've been on the scene of calisthenics for a while because I uh, didn't have a gym membership, but needed to find something out. The biggest issue I've had now is like, I get sweaty in my own room 
And then I like sit down, sit there and my room's all hot and stinky. And it's like, man, now I got a hot and stinky room for the next like hour while it starts to air out. Because I live in a park. I have noticed that. Stuck. I have noticed that the more that you are home, the more that your house will stink up if you're not careful. Right. Just it is spring being, cleaning. Just being so, human. Right. It is spring cleaning. So That's maybe we could get some sort of like thing. Just, Maybe this will be it, though, actually. I've had a secret dream for a long time, AJ, and I need you to go with me for this last uh, little segment of the show. Do you think okay, this okay. is going to, that COVID's going to last long enough to finally kill the garage sale? Oh, man. Can we do it? Uh, yes. Yes. The finally. reason being is because... Uh, there have been multiple uh, like uh, statistics or what are they called models that unless we get because uh, we, we, we can make vaccines relatively easy for the flu because we can guess it right? yeah. just based off of, uh, evolution like uh, models and everything. And we know like it's that. a flu. Yeah. So we're, we're not like as a human race like we're not unfamiliar with making vaccines for viruses think about the measles virus and stuff like that and so it is is coming and we'll get it eventually but Mm. depending on the speed of that we can be seeing like uh social distancing guidelines being in place for Mm -hmm. a year two three years well i think the three-year model would have the idea of we were going to go back and forth back and forth of multiple outbreaks sort of statewide situation um yeah but yeah we're we're in this for not not super long but it's going to be longer than everyone hopes which is interesting to say the least what sure. uh, so we are going to get we're getting rid of what was it garage sales those ones are dead what yep. does everyone have to do with all They're of gone. their junk now I think it's okay. Let me rephrase. I don't think the garage sale itself will be dead. I think it will evolve. Much like how Where's much radio. Uh, have you ever heard of garage sale sites? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So this has been a very popular thing in recent years. Like, I didn't even learn about this till I moved to Texas like uh, three years ago or four years ago. Mm-hmm. It is a Facebook page, it is a specific site. For a community so erath county has erath county sales or i don't know the exact page you can find it if you just look up garage sale erath county yeah. and it's essentially just online junk like you just put it online mm-hmm. which may, actually i think in theory people will stick to because it's much easier just to find what you need because in garage sale obviously the the charm of it if you can call it charming it's charming. is is you could get browse and find secret things. Yeah. I mean, and like obviously scam somebody the- out of an heirloom. <laughs> that was don't don't even like lie to yourself or to me or to the audience. <laughs> the entire goal that every one of those grandmothers was rif- rifling through everyone else's junk is because they one hundred percent were going to find a hundred dollar bill stashed in something. You no know doubt. what the worst thing I ever saw was? Uh, 
someone, this is a while ago, but someone had found a black Lotus, like a beta black Lotus at a garage sale. Yeah. And it was just, and it, it was sad because the person who was collecting it had died and they were just trying to get rid of their uh-huh. stuff out of the room. But, and they sold it for like three bucks or something like that. Like they sold an entire collection of cars for three bucks with Tower yeah. 9 in it. Uh, I mean, it and happens. I mean, I, I don't blame anybody for not knowing the, for audience's sake, a Black Lotus can cost anywhere from $25,000 to $100,000. Yeah, it's a, a piece of Magic the Gathering um, history at this point. It's one of the most expensive trading cards or tradable cards that can ever exist. My biggest thing was like the art community learning about how much a painting really went for was the biggest deal. So I always tried to find my way up to like flower mound or something when my mom said, let's go uh, garage sailing. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But then again, at that time I didn't have any cash. So I just kind of like watched. Yep. But it is something disposable fun to do when income you're, when you're poor. Yeah. Disposable income is very interesting. Like learning how to manage it correctly and not letting it your entire income become disposable. Right. That that's when you get into issues. Oh like percent. But yeah. But now we're just going on tangent. I think uh I think that was supposed to be our final bit, wasn't it? I mean this whole show is tangential. Unless you have somewhere to be, then we can very easily wrap things up here. I actually need to get going, so. All right. Well, AJ, thank you for coming on the show. It was a delight and a pleasure, and I'm so glad you are able to make it this week. Yeah, man. I, I miss seeing y'all, so. All right. No, definitely. It is good seeing you, actually, to, like, be able to check yeah. up on you and such. Just checking in on Lance every couple of days has been, like, beneficial for both of us, we've said. We're, gonna, we're all going to walk out of this the, with the, the newfound respect of personal interconnectivity. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the culture changes after this. It'll be interesting, 100%. If it changes. If it changes, right. That has been some of the agreements. It's like, as soon as this is over, right back to the beginning. Well, I'm I don't, playing I honestly don't think that will happen, but. You got anything else you want to, you got anything else you want to play, AJ? Or are you good for today? Stay safe, wash your hands. There we go. Stay safe, everybody. Wash your hands. This has been your episode of Cruising the Planet. That was AJ Hire here from the radio station working from home. We were going to catch all of y'all next week. Thank you very much.